peace be with you. I greet you in the name of Jesus, who is victorious, who is triumphant, who is resurrected to life. And we grow in the light of Jesus' resurrection. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From Psalm 150, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. With everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, and Alleluia, Christ is risen indeed. He is risen. Alleluia. We confess together, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We stand before God, grafted into the vine of the resurrected Christ. New light has come. It is time to leave the past behind and grow anew in the triumph of Christ Jesus' resurrection. O most merciful God, we confess together we need you to care for us like a gardener cares for his growing things. Father, purify us, prune us, and nourish us in your grace. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, Almighty God in his mercy has given his son to die for you for his sake, forgives you all of your sins. And so I forgive you all of your sin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In the glory of Jesus' resurrection victory, we live in the life-giving vine of Christ. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And let us pray. O God, bless us. Be with us. That we may know your tender care like the plants of your garden. Grant that we may love what you love and desire what you promise. Among the many changes of this world, May our hearts remain where true joys are found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. In this Easter season, we celebrate the insight and inspiration of God's Word 
From the Epistle of St. John, chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Many false prophets have gone out into the world. And this is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel is according to St. John, the 15th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory 
that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. This is the gospel of the Lord, and praise to you, O Christ. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus is telling us about someone we will meet in heaven. Jesus knows that we will someday be meeting God the Father in heaven. Jesus, the divine Son of the Eternal Father, had come from heaven to the earth to make sure that you and I will one day meet his Father. Those closest to Jesus have been listening with a growing curiosity, and they kept asking, Jesus, show us the Father. They had listened to Jesus describe the many rooms in the Father's house, They had tried to absorb what it meant when Jesus described the Father's love as being so great that it's like having all the comforts of home right around you. But the idea of meeting and knowing the creator of the world still felt very elusive. But what's he like, they would ask. And, well, we know this question. Perhaps you might feel this as you watch a beautiful and peaceful sunset, or as you stare up into the mystery of a quiet night filled with stars, and you would ask, who is behind all this? You're inspired to ask the question, what is he like? this careful craftsman. And yet even in the asking of the question, we feel so small and insignificant that it feels like such things are so far beyond us. But here is Jesus bringing his father's personality down to earth, way down to earth. Jesus says, my father is like the gardener. Jesus is saying, think of the heavenly father as being like the guy who grows your food. With care and control and patience, he carefully tends the growing things in his garden. The Father wants to see all of these things thrive and grow. And Jesus is telling us, 
God the Father can see that his plants are always worth his care. He is faithful to them. As Psalm 92 describes the fruit from God's caring hand, they will flourish like palm trees and grow as tall as a cedar tree. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courtyard of God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green. Yes, Jesus is telling us about the Father that we will meet in heaven. He wants us to be confident that our Father is absolutely wise and He is fair. Our good Father is always perfectly balanced in His judgment. Our Father is not afraid of hard work. This gardener is willing to get his hands down into the soil to care for us. And he will do what is needed, even when no one else could understand why. Jesus tells us we can trust that our Heavenly Father's love reaches further than anyone else can ever see. The Father's love is so great. He would not hesitate to do the hard work of pruning a plant to make it better off in the end. Jesus is telling us to trust the wisdom and the old calloused hands of this most ancient gardener as he works. He will prune us. He will remove what is just in the way. And sometimes his spirit will whisper to us to let go of something, saying, come on, let go of that. You'll be better off without that. He will cleanse us, speaking to our conscience giving us clarity about what is right and wrong, giving us insight about what is truly good and bad. And Jesus wants us to listen to this spirit and these whispers. Jesus knows that someday we will be there and in heaven. Jesus himself will have the honor of personally introducing us to his Father in heaven. And Jesus knows that at that point there will be conversation about what we have done or not done towards the Father's glory and pleasure. Well, that sparks the imagination. I don't know, the world we live in today how would we meet a gardener or a farmer, the guy who grows our food? Well, I suppose we could go to a farmer's market to experience that. We could stand there in front of the stall where the guy is 
you know, laying out his zucchini and his squash. And we could talk to him and hear about the care that he took in tending these growing things. We might then uh, take home some of his green beans or some of his lettuce. And imagine then a week later, we would come back, return again to the same stall, and there's the same farmer, and we would tell him about the good dish that we made with his green beans or the great salad that we made with his greens. And I imagine that um, that might be a great pleasure for the gardener after working the soil all alone to make these things grow after all of his hard work, such a conversation with the farmer could become a real celebration. The goal of the growing and all the careful pruning has been fulfilled in the joy of it having been used well. This, Jesus is telling us, is what you and I will enjoy in heaven when we meet God the Father. As you and I continue to celebrate Jesus' resurrection victory, we are exploring and we're celebrating all the different things that it means to us. It means that we will get to meet the Father. It means we will get to give him our gratitude and thanks for his great care and love. And Jesus wants us to have this moment of celebration. He hopes it will feel like returning home to a joyful reunion. Now, you and I can hear something of this in the words of Psalm 126. These words were written in celebration of Israel's return after the long exile that they had away from their homeland. When the Lord brought back the captives to holy Mount Zion, we were like men who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. He who goes out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves of a good harvest with him. Beautiful words. Knowing already of this homecoming joy, Jesus encourages us and he inspires us. Remain in me and I will remain in you. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. 
Do you hear Jesus so wanting to nourish your soul that you would have this great living hope in you? He says, stay, abide, live, endure, dwell in me, grow in me, live in this light forever. And listening to Jesus tell us that we need to remain in him. We can take to heart the sound of his guiding voice. He tells us we will bear fruit somehow shaped by his character, nourished by his personality. We will bring in a harvest for the Father's glory, living in the light of God's love. Well, in the victory of Jesus, we will grow and live today and forever. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Father, in Jesus' name, we worship you. We glorify you today. We look forward to meeting you. Because of Jesus' victory and resurrection triumph, may we be inspired today and forever, to remain in you hopeful and faithful, growing and bearing fruit. In Jesus' name, may we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, And in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail. Bless you and thank you.
Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Our Father in heaven, you have grafted us into the living vine of Jesus, your Son, that we may have life. Bless us and let us bear fruit for you. And Lord, by your Holy Spirit, help us grow in insight and wisdom as to how best to live our lives. Bless us with your wisdom and strength. Inspire us to live courageously in trust of what you have given and promise. Heavenly Father, we pray your blessing upon our church and the church throughout the world. May your church be a sanctuary and refuge. May it be a place of affirmation, healing, and renewal. We remember before you our leaders and those around the world. Protect and give courage to all who serve and care for us. May your love be victorious for the oppressed, the innocent, and those who are persecuted. May there be true justice and peace for all. And Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for our families. We thank you for the inspiration to care for one another. We pray that you would be with us so that our homes can be places of light and love and restoration. Bless our families and friends. We pray for the sick and those who suffer challenges in their lives right now. Grant them faith and comfort and heal them in body and spirit. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Father, thank you that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And we give you thanks, Heavenly Father, that you have blessed us with the light of new life in Jesus' resurrection. Be with us now that we may live in your garden as fruitful branches of the vine, your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And may God the Father, who in grace created you in all things, 
May God the Son, who by his sacrifice won us forgiveness and life eternal, and may God the living and Holy Spirit, who gives us hope and wisdom, bless you and keep you this day and always. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.